Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Geetel Podcast. My name is Julian Santiago, and I'm here with my friend. It's your cue, man. You, now you say your name. <laughs> yeah. Ignotus, there we go, there we go. It took a while, there we go. Anyway, so, uh, so today's gonna be, um, we're gonna be talking about video games in 2022, all the way from Xbox, Nintendo, Sony, um, maybe other projects on the side, like for example, Uncharted got released this year and all that, so that could be also uh, a possibility. Have you seen Sonic Prime, by the way? Like, it just released on okay. Netflix. No, it released yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah, I I haven't watched it. Watch it, it today or later. It's actually so it's kind of decent per se. Um, the first episode, the first episode just puts you like in Green Hill, like the typical first level that you see in almost every single Sonic game, pretty much. And then it just rep um, shows you the cast, like Knuckles, Amy, and all that. Even Shadow appears in, in the cast, so Shadow's going to be like already pre-established in the world, and then Eggman is going to be pre-established in the world, and then what's going to happen is that they have like this emerald, and Sonic just like shatters this emerald, and it creates like a multiverse. That's how at least I see it. It's like a multiverse where there's different versions of each universe, but Sonic is the only one. It's the only constant between each universe. Well, like he's the same in every single universe. Yeah, so he's like the he's the only one that knows what happened. Like he has those memories, but everybody else doesn't. That's interesting. So that's like basically how they present the story in this one, but. Anyway, um, just for everybody listening to the podcast for the first time, um, this is going to be just a simple podcast of people just talking regularly um, about video games and all of that. So if you like that, welcome in. Welcome for the ride. Um, if not, you can, you know, j just fuck off then. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's really all to it. All right. Um, so why not we start um for nintendo i think that's what we both are more into so like why not just start with the yeah. best that we're known for um how would you consider nintendo's year like what do you play this year from nintendo like i know we i think we both play pokemon like in sarkis that was like the first game that came in january yeah it, yeah it was in sarkis yeah 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 uh, what do you think about what do you thought about that game honestly like I really liked it. I think it's one of the best Pokemon games ever released. Mm -hmm. uh, but it has it. Of course it <laughs> No, yeah. I, I, feel, um, I feel it's like one of the best Pokemon games ever released in terms of like quality and all the mechanics they tried to introduce in the game. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, Pokemon Company being Pokemon, they decided to, you know, they said, we have something really good here, so we need to fuck it up at the end of the year. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. But that topic's coming a little bit later. Um, but in Very terms well. of Pokemon Legends, Arceus is super good for the mechanics they're trying to introduce. Um, they first tried to implement these mechanics on Sword and Shield with the open areas and the open world aesthetic of the game. Um, Pokemon mm -hmm. Legends, Arceus was like the first one, right, that they push for that open awareness of it. Um, also, it like eliminated a, a bunch of like 
traditional style things like gyms, a champion, and all that, and introduced a lot of more. It was like a prequel to them in Pearl, really. Like a weird prequel, sequel, something weird. It's really weird. Yeah. No way to explain it. I don't know. It's like, I don't know what the fuck they were, they were doing. Um, but yeah. But, this is why but, you don't play with tongue. <laughs> they were, I think they were born and said, you know what? Let's make an Arceus game because we never made it. So let's do it. Exactly. Um, exactly. And they just went overboard. And then they just did it. It nailed the coughing. The game came like, what, two months later? Of Diamond and Pearl? Um... And oh, from the remake, yes. Yeah, right, the remake, yeah, yeah, because Diamond and Pearl came out in November, and then they just came in and just um, brought those that game two months later. Uh, so I think Nintendo started with a bang on that one. Um, I think really, really good. Um, next after that, what the hell did they just release? Um, oh, uh, right. I don't think it was Kirby. Kirby was a little more later. Oh, yeah. Line, but... I, that was in June. June 6th, I remember. Yeah. June, March. Well, you know what? Since this is such a professional fucking podcast, um, let's just not go by timeline and just say whatever we want to say. So, did yeah. you play Kirby by any chance? Yes, I did. <laughs> what do you think about that one? It was incredible. One of the best fucking Kirby games that I have ever played. God damn it. Damn, the, the music, the world, oof, the power-ups, the fire one. All the best in the series. That's like... A... I think I never got it to upgrade to the max, but I know you just throw like a lot of volcanoes and a lot of not volcanoes like meteors and flamethrowers and the 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 meteor ones is the second level. The last level is like dragon fire. You become a dragon and everything. Well, kind of. <laughs> no, I just imagine Kirby all reptilian like now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, what do you think about the difficulty? The difficulty uh, was pretty <laughs> easy. It was you expect about you know a Kirby game, although except in a post game, that that those bosses. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say. Should I say? Should, should I say who they are? Yeah, like at this point, who gives a shit if whoever uh, hasn't you play, played you play, this? You play the post game, right? Uh, no, really, I have not. So well, me, you I should. just went. I played it. Upgrade a couple of levels and all that. I think my favorite one could be the sword, just because it had a Meta Knight aesthetic to it. But oh, yeah. um, after that, I just beat the game and that's it. I just went to the next game. I literally did not Bro. went back to the post game because it was just so easy. Bro, you have to play a post game. Those bosses are worth it, just because of the. I think I watched it on YouTube. I think I watched the, the post game. I know that Incredible. you have to, like, one of the enemies all of a sudden helps you, like the tiger one. Was it the tiger one? Or the Sheeta? Chloraline. Chloraline. Yeah, that's sure. Saying. Say it again without getting trouble. Chloraline, yeah. <laughs> so, Chlor- yeah. Cl- Chlor- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Uh, so, I, I think. That was also another good one, good release from Nintendo. Obviously, it got nominated for Best Family Game in the Game Awards, and it actually won mm-hmm. Best Family Game in the Game Awards. Um, but I kind of felt that there's another game that should have won that, and it's actually that's Nintendo Switch Sports. Did you play that one by any chance? 
no, it didn't really interest me. You know what? Me Thanks. neither. So let's <laughs> just go to the other one because I literally did not play it. It did not interest me. Um, obviously, if you like Wii Sports and all that, most likely it could be it could have been an interest for people who had that nostalgia, or obviously more for more an older audience. Um, that could be also like um twenty like clubhouse games. Um, that could be also mm -hmm. like that type of, of game for those that type of audience. Um, but yeah, but we, did you, here's, here's the thing. Did you play, because Nintendo had a really up and down the, the, um, year. They sometimes hit it yeah. out of the park with like Pokemon or Kirby or even Splatoon 3. Uh, but then they also fucked it up real hard. Like, for example, do you play Mario Strikers? Mario Strikers. So I played the demo. I didn't got around to buy the game. Wasn't really like, the demo didn't convince me. Mm -hmm. So like seeing reviews and other people playing it, yeah, it just didn't convince me at all. Okay, definitely no. But for me, at least, so I was working at GameStop, and GameStop has this little like benefit basically that allows you to like um, take a game home and you can play for a couple hours and that's it. Um, Ooh, no, sorry, for really? a couple of days. So it's like a so rental. You, so you like borrow it. Yeah, so basically. Like yeah, yeah, you borrow it and all oh, that. That's so cool. So so I just basically t um took it and then I played it and let me say this that that's is like the worst fucking game they released this year. The game has no online, has no gameplay aesthetic. They recently released the last update on December and the only fucking thing they fucking put to this fucking game was two <laughs> characters being fucking Bowser Jr. and stupid the the Gordo pink as this thing that Birdo. looks like Jojo Birdo. Exactly. So they <laughs> just put these two little motherfucking things. That's it. They put these two things. That's it. Nothing else. No, nothing else. No stadium. Nothing. They did not even were able to like update the multiplayer. So that way people can uh, have like more than two players on the game. Like you could have. Yeah, so the one selling point of this game, like the title is called Mario Strikers Battle League. So the selling point of this game is to you to create a battle league and people to challenge that battle league. That's the whole selling point of the multiplayer concept of this game. However, you can only connect two switches in order to play it. And the other two characters are just NPCs or basically, you know, players automatically play players. And then you and the other person that you're playing, basically you just swap between all characters. How the fuck Nintendo cannot actually make this game online compatible when they have a game called Splatoon 3, like, four months later, and you can do 4v4, no problem. You can, I think you can kind of, like, eight switches, no problem whatsoever. And it's like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> I have no idea what the heck. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I, I won't comment much because I don't have the game, but holy hell. <laughs> So, yeah, no, no, and then the gameplay, like, literally what you see on the trailers is literally, that's it. Like, you can experience this game in around, I want to say, like, not exaggerating, like, 20 minutes. You can just do, like, two playthroughs of the game, like, two rounds. That's it. You experience absolutely everything. And then the little mechanic system that they put for the gears that you can, up, like, you can upgrade them. And maybe, let's say, you have a Bowser that he's, like, a tank, and you want to upgrade the uh -huh. speed. It, it's It's stupid because... What it does is it increases a stat. So let's say you have Bowser and you want to increase his speed. You increase his speed, but then you decrease his toughness. So what it does is just turns him into a speedy character. And at that point, why just not use a speedy character in the first place? 
Like there's there's no there's no real point um to to it itself. Um, other games like Splatoon three. This one I know you have played a bunch of hours in. So why yes. did you tell me <laughs> almost two hundred? Almost a hundred. I have like maybe like thirty. Um, but like the really? old, yeah, I have not played the Splatfests previously, like the Pokemon one and all that. But I know you do. So what do you like and what you don't like about this? Okay, from Splatoon 3, I love the music. <laughs> That's the first. I think this hero mode is the best one in the series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But that twist in the end, love it. So, uh, so like the single player? So, is the single player yes. worth it in any way or form? Because literally, at least for Splatoon 2, I didn't feel that it was worth it. It was more like a tutorial. Is this one like the same way? Because I have not even tried it. I have not even bothered with it. You should play it. It isn't like Splatoon 2's. It doesn't feel like a tutorial, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Think it's worth it? Yeah, I say yeah. Did they... I, um... Let me remember. I think it's I, because I heard that a lot of people said that it was like a tutorial. Is it more similar to like the Octo expansion? Uh, some it's like a weird like combination of platoons at the normal hero mode, like from one and two, and at the, the Octo expansion. Okay, sorry everybody listening for that cut. Um, but yeah. So where were you right now? You were saying um, uh, we're talking about the story of the comfort, yeah. like comparing it to like twos and the Octo expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, the story mode is kind of difficult. Kind, or sorry, some stages kind of complicated. It's only yeah. a little bit complicated. Kinda. Or, or maybe it's just me because I don't know what to play Splatoon. <laughs> well, it really all depends, really. Um, I think it really all depends on yeah. the player. So in terms of the multiplayer aspect, I do like the arenas and the new weapons, like the uh, Splatana and then the bow. I think the one that I typically use still is like the duelies. That's like my go-to type weapon. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. like the new maps. And But the one thing, I don't know, they didn't introduce any new modes, right? Like, in terms of, like, Rainmaker and Splat Zone and all that. They didn't introduce, no, like, a new one at all. Not really. They introduced a new rank. Rank X. I don't know how it's pronounced. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, a new ranking system, basically, for, like, players and all that. S- something like that, for what I understand. Just, I don't play a lot of energy. Okay, then. Okay. So it's, like, basically, like, a type of a new rank system, so that way it doesn't create any complications. Because I know this one has safe cloud, so that could be one of the reasons they created this new, like, competitor, like, competition system, basically. Probably, you know, like, an extra shot to all the players that reach the S rank in all the modes, like Rainmaker, Clan Blitz, uh, Splat Zones, and I forgot the other one. Ah, Tower Control. Okay, then. Okay, so yeah, at least I enjoyed that. Um, moving to, like, other ones. 
did you play Xenoblade? If I played Xenoblade, my guy, I almost have 200 hours. God, okay. the best game of the year. Game of the year, it was robbed. I, say, I, I, I said it, and I'll say it again. It was robbed. Well, so here's the thing. At least for me, so, so hear me out on this. I bought it, right? I spent right. $60 on right. it, right, right? I installed it. I, I launched it. And mm -hmm. I think I spent it, like, maybe an hour playing it, and that's it. Like, literally, I just closed the game and have not ever touched it again. Um, simply because that gameplay system loop, I just cannot, I cannot go through it. Like, I cannot stand oh. that you can just put your Switch right there in front of you and see your character just completely defeat two enemies. And I know that it's the beginning. I know it's like, and I'm not saying that it's a bad game or um, at all. Like I know, right before you know the Sino fans comes and get me, but you know uh, <laughs> I I know that the game is good, right? I'm not saying that it's not, but like it, that type of gameplay is just not for me. Like seeing the characters just defeat other enemies and just one or two attacks is like completely, it's not motivating. It doesn't it doesn't motivate me at all. Alan, I'm surprised I didn't know that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it did not motivate me at all. Like, I still have it installed, and I'm planning to maybe later on give it another try, like, for the fourth chance. Yes. But I know Xenoblade Chronicles 1, I liked it. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I tried, but it was it was a mess um, in terms of the same aspects. Torna, I did like um, I think with Torna, they improve a lot of the issues that the first yeah. Xenoblade, the second Xenoblade had. Um, and then this one is just the same combat. I'm just like, I know that it has good stories, good characters, good everything, but just the gameplay just doesn't, it doesn't go with me. It just does not go with me. Yeah, man, I say give it another try. It's worth it. It's worth it. We'll see, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, um, give just... it a try. <laughs> okay, okay, fuck. I'll give it a try. But just give me one second, okay? Um, I'm, And then, third-party games. Did you play, like, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I played it with you. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> so you only played it, like, through Game Pass, because... Uh, we that we played yeah. it through Game Pass, so that could be more often yeah. the Xbox side when we start talking about Xbox. Um, any other first party game? Like, um, did you play like maybe Bayonetta or um, Mario Plus Rabbits? I didn't get any of them. I'm planning. To, I'm planning to do so, but I didn't. Didn't get them. Didn't get Man, them. Um, no. <laughs> So at least with Bayonetta, um, I that I have not played. I'm planning to play it later down the line. Based on what I heard, it has some little hiccups and issues, frame rate rise, but story oh. and the gameplay, everything sounds super good and super nice. So that is great. That is honestly super great to hear. Um, and then in terms of Mario Plus Rabbits, that one I did buy. Um, I did like the improvements they did compared to the first one. Um, the first one was more traditional grid-based combat. This one um, was more of it was more open open-sided. So basically, you have control of this one character, and then you move around that specific area. So instead of being a grid, it's like 
an open area that the character can move and then it can activate skills attack and all that like a bunch of times so it, it gives you like this flexibility um at least in my perspective of how the game is played and how you can then utilize effectively your skills and attacks it's more like more action oriented compared to the first one to some extent yeah definitely and then basically like bowser it's interesting so he has like this jump when he jumps he basically when he lands he creates this explosion and then he has some minions that he can throw like for um like i don't know what to call them like mini grenades that basically he just those grenades go to the closest enemy possible and then his weapon is like a rocket launcher basically that's how you can the closest thing to like say he just grabs the rocket launcher and goes fuck it and just blows everything up oh. um Damn, he sounds so good yes when I, grab the, when I get the game that's going to be my main character i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so at least that that's good um have not finished it but in terms of what i have played is a great improvement from the first one whoever has not played it should play it it is actually a really good game uh, not my game of the year, but at least for Nintendo, I think for Nintendo, my game of the year has to be Pokemon Lance Arceus. I think that one did enough changes and everything. And I know we're missing two games that I can think of. One is Fire Emblem Three Hopes, but I don't know what to say about this. So basically, that oh. one, I downloaded the demo. I played the demo. Did mm -hmm. you play it? I played it. I didn't finish the demo. It's just, I don't know. So in terms yeah. of... In terms of positives, I would say that they did well implementing some aspects of Fire Emblem, like the bonding system and the support mechanics. However, mm -hmm. the Musa style gameplay, it's 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 not entertaining anymore. I think at the beginning it was fine, you know, with the first Hyrule Warriors and all that. Um, but now it's like, it's boring. Like, for me, it's boring. You don't feel nothing. It's like you're hitting air all the time. Oh, really? there's, there's no impact between your weapons and the characters. Like, I don't know. I feel it's boring. I feel the genre needs, like, a little revamp. Um, I feel the genre is good, and it can be utilized in very effective ways. Like, for example, what they did with Hyrule Warriors to represent the war. And with this one, to also do the same to represent war. But, I don't know. It just needs, like, some impact to it or a little bit of a change. You know, maybe maybe something like Sifu, where it's one character fighting a lot of characters. But they just, they just need something to, like, refresh the genre in general. Oh, yeah. I, I understand that. I, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, so in terms of that, that's that. Um, and then obviously, let's go to the fucking last one because, okay. So, Pokemon, fucking Scarlet, and fucking Violet. Okay. Now, I did told you this earlier. I refunded this game. Mm -hmm. Now, why did I refund this game? I refunded it because literally the the, is, the issues that it had were not horrible, but it got in the way of the experience that is like, eh, I have to deal with this. Um, I do want to give it some positives in terms of there were some interesting and good mechanics that they took from um, Pokemon Legends Arceus and brought to this game that actually made the game experience a whole lot better. And I think a lot of people are having fun and are enjoying with this are enjoying the game but 
they need to see what they're gonna do because this problem is more of a developing problem. Um, I think Game Freak eat more than they can chew, and they just could not handle this game um, perfectly. I think that they need to do something internally. They need to either hire more developers, um, exsource to other studios to, so they can help them out. Um, because Game Freak develops the more mechanics and gameplay side of it, and then Creatures is the one that designs the Pokemon. So you have the design of Pokemon already taken care of. Just take like another studio or something that can help you with everything else around it. Like outsource it because Pokemon is the largest media franchise in the world. So you cannot outsource this. You can't. <laughs> um, but I think you had a lot more fun. So, right? You, you, you did have a lot more fun than me. Yes. Uh, a lot. In fact, I think this is the. Alright, so I think this is ignoring it. The like, the big issues that it has. This is the best Pokemon game ever released. I know Legends Heart just exist, mm -hmm. but man. <laughs> so yeah, but though the issues that it has, the oh. the poor optimization, yeah, is brings this game down a lot so i don't know man i just it didn't click with me like i was like oh okay i think i just fell to the point where it was like a routine at this point like i bought every single pokemon game year over year year over year every single one and i think I, at that at this point mm -hmm. i'm just okay I, this is more like comfort food this is more like a routine for me i'm just not enjoying this i think there's a lot more games that i enjoy more than this right now so that's really my personal thing to it. If everybody else is enjoying it, that's super good. Um, and I think you're enjoying, you enjoyed it way more than me, so that's super good. Uh, but it, it just didn't click with me. Oh yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. man. <laughs> so basically, how would you rate Nintendo's year based on what we have talked? Like from one to ten, how would you rate Nintendo's year? Oh. From a one to ten, this has been a weird year to say the least. Mm -hmm. We have some absolute bangers and some. How do we say this? Um, not bangers. <laughs> some bangers, you know, like so, Pokemon or Kirby, Splatoon, Xenoblade, um, yeah. Bayonetta, and all that. Marvel's Rabbits. Um, but there also mm -hmm. has been some stinkers. Um, for me, I think I'll give it. I think I'll give it an 8. Um, I think it had more bangers than stinkers. The stinkers, those being um, I know that. Mario Strikers. And then you could say for me, at least for me, Pokemon. Um, but regardless of that, I think overall they really had a solid year this year. Oh, well, yeah. I I kind of give it a 7. I got more than Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that just because maybe some games like Nintendo Switch Sports and Fire Emblem just came in, released, and just literally the, the next day nobody talked about them. <laughs> literally, they just, exactly. went and, they just went on the We couldn't do anything with them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then, so let's go move to the next one. Uh, what about mm, Xbox? So Xbox is interesting, right? Because they barely release any games. Um, they need to fix this for next year. 
There's no doubt, right? They already yeah. talked about yeah. Redfall. They talked about Motor, um, Forza Motorsports, and they talked about Starfield. So they, they have some games, right? They have some projects. They, they have some things. But they need to start releasing these games next year because it's either do or die for this company at this point um, in terms of, like, representing to mm -hmm. your customers that you're really, you know, the, people are buying the Xbox with a, with a promise, and you need to complete that promise. Uh, but I feel that the strength for Xbox this year was Game Pass. I think that's the strength every single year, and it still continues to be. Um, I think game releases, um, okay. you know, like, finally they released Grounded, but cool. I think that game had, was in early access for, like, two years. Um, they released Plecto Requiem, day one. Persona, day one. Um, so they have had um, High on Life, day one. So they have had some good highs in terms of day one releases, but I don't feel that they had the best year overall. I can't agree with you on that. This year, it's not for Xbox. Yeah, like... Um, I don't know. No, yeah, definitely. I know that, for example, in the hardware side, they released a Logitech, um, that handheld that is only for xCloud. If it was for native games, I think it will have been a little bit more impact, but since it's for xCloud, um, I know they're really focusing on yeah. that. It, it's fine, I guess. Um, they also released uh, a new, like a new controller, basically, in terms of the Series Elite 2, but the white one without the accessories. And they also went to Xbox Design Lab and basically allowed you now to like customize your controller in any way you like. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, they, they really need to just start moving their releases. Everything overall, Game Pass is still a strength. Game Pass is still good. If you don't have Game Pass, you're missing out, I feel. Um, because you that's a really good subscription that is really hard to like go against it. You know, you have that and there's nothing else you could to fight it. Right now, PlayStation's counterpart is not even close to it. And Nintendo is not even bothering to tackle that with their subscription. So Xbox, exactly. is, it's still like the, the best thing in terms of that, in, ter in terms of what they can offer. Um, but yeah, hopefully next year they have a better one. Um, really don't know much to say about Xbox at this point. Again, the, the, the main, thing, uh, uh, main thing about Xbox is just they just need to start pushing better for next year and just improve. That That's really it. They need to start putting their games that they supposedly were, um, you know, promising from the start. Mm -hmm. That's all they have to do. Um, I, yeah. agree with, I agree with that. <laughs> so let's then just move to, um, well, in terms, before we move to Sony, there's at least uh -huh. one thing of interest for Xbox, but it has nothing to do with games. It has nothing to do with hardware is their acquisition of Activision Blizzard. All right. Um, <laughs> so this is interesting, right? Because so the Federal Commission, which is the FTC, which is the Federal Trading Commission, um, at least in terms of Saudi Arabia and Brazil, they have already green light this acquisition. However, the one in Europe is going against it. Um, the interesting thing is, have you had any chance, like, have you ever had any chance of, like, seeing what they have, the arguments they're using? I, I think I, I saw it once, but I don't remember. <laughs> it just slipped my mind. 
Okay, so prepare to just laugh your ass off, okay? So basically, Xbox right now is literally like saying, hey dude, I do not have first party games. Sony has more first party games than us. We are, we suck. That's literally their message. And Sony is saying, no, like they cannot have Activision because we cannot compete with Call of Duty. They will be too strong. They are too powerful. So they're both just being the kid that they're like, oh no, but I'm the victim, but I'm the victim. They're just pointing fingers at this point. It is hilarious seeing these two companies just point fingers like two little kids. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, okay, so number one, I feel this transaction is going to go through because realistically, the standpoint of Sony is that, oh, we don't have a competitor for Call of Duty. Well, they literally bought Bungie. They bought Bungie. You have Destiny. You said that you were going to create at least 10 online service games. Just create one to compete with Call of Duty. You have Resistance. You have Killzone. You're creating fucking excuses at this point. Stop being a child. <laughs> so, and then, um, basically, this that's all they have to do. And, and that's it. Uh, do you, I think the one thing they don't want is that Call of Duty goes what they want on Game Pass. So Xbox has offered a 10-year deal for both Steam, Nintendo, and Sony. Steam already basically took it. Nintendo was agreed a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago. So, Call of Duty is finally, quote-unquote, is coming to Nintendo Switch. I think the one that is coming is Call of Duty Mobile. Um, But Sony does not want to take this offer, basically, simply because they don't want Xbox to have the, you know, the ownership of the IP so that can be able to just put it on Game Pass Day 1. And it's... It's weird. It's like, what the the hell? Like, uh, what do you... What do you want from this? (laughs) Like, what the hell? What do you want from this? The arguments are so... They aren't even arguments. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, they, they're just—they are just super weird at this point. They're just super weird. I just wish yeah. this transaction just goes through and it's done. You know, it's kaput. Nothing else to it. But now that we mentioned Sony, why not tackle these guys right now? So, in terms of um, before we move, how would you rate Xbox here? I think I'll rate it like, like a three. That's it. Like literally, like, like, like three or four. Three or four, yeah. Because yeah, they, you know they four. had good yeah. day one releases in terms of Game Pass, but that's it. And I feel they have to do more. Um, they really have to do more. Um, so in terms of Sony, um, Sony started strong with Horizon Forbidden West. I have not played this game. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you have, or have at least seen some of this game. But it was for the so, game. Um, I have seen a little gameplay. Yeah, so I I do see the the appeal. I know it's gonna have DLC next year, and it's gonna have like a spin-off game for PlayStation VR too. Um, so I think they started they started strong, but Elden Ring just came in that same month and just said "fuck you" to Horizon. So <laughs> that's yeah, fun. Right. Um, and then they released Gran Turismo Seven, which. Again, positive in terms of what they said, even though when this game released, they said that this game was going to be only for PS5, and then all of a sudden, they went it went for PS4. So, uh, oops. And then they basically did, like, a lot of microtransactions into this game, because this is going to be... This was, like, their first attempt to maybe one of those 10 live service games. Um, I know that it has some issues in like trading and selling cars and all that crap. So it's it's like I don't know, man. Um, I'm not into car yeah. games. Um, Forza Horizon Five I think is better, but in terms of Gran Turismo, I played it for a little bit. 
it, it was fine. Um, not the biggest um, deal ever, but it, it was just fine, honestly. That's as much as I could say about it. Um, if you like card games, you're going to enjoy this game. Um, okay. Let me see. What other game series is here? Um, obviously, the big one is God of War Ragnarok at the end of the year. <laughs> um, you know, boy. You know, uh, what can you say about it? <laughs> Based on what I saw... It's another uh, story-driven game. Um, it was a little bit supposedly oh, handholdy because literally you had a puzzle and you just stare at that puzzle for like two seconds. The side character will be like, you know, you can just push that button to just continue. And you're like, huh, thank you, man. I didn't fucking notice. So it, that's pretty much how it is. Um, that's how they have it structured in that way or form, um, which is fine i guess but that's pretty much it um i think it was fine it was a fine year good good third parties overall like sonic frontiers marvel midnight suns and all that call of duty obviously releasing um but i think for sony sony had like only a couple of releases this year not a lot compared to other years um it, they started with at least a good one, and it just got fucked because of Eldering, and ended a year with a banger. So mm-hmm. I think overall is nice. Uh, the one weakness I would say about PlayStation is PlayStation Premium. They barely release games. I know they recently released like a couple games into the service, and it was maybe like PS3, which is like streaming, and then PSP and PS1, but they had barely touched the PS2 library, which is the one that a lot of people just want. And then PlayStation Plus Extras. Like, if you have this mm-hmm. subscription, the one that I would recommend is Extras. Um, because that way you have a couple games. I know they put Yakuza and a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's still their weakest link. Um, I think they still can improve that premium tier because you're paying, obviously, a premium for this tier. So I think it still has a lot of improvements of it. Um, at least what I think they should, you know, improve upon it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, how much would you rate this like Sony's year? Oof, like I don't. I I haven't really been, you know, I haven't really been in the Sony scene this year, so I won't count. Like yeah. I, I I won't say. Like maybe I got. I think I'll put it like a seven. I think it's average. I think it's it got some decent releases, not okay. enough to like blow out of the water. I think the, of all three companies, the best one that has this year was Nintendo. Um, but I think Sony had a better year than Xbox. Definitely, that's one hundred percent. But in terms of overall, I think I'll give it like a seven. Basically, um, I wouldn't put it like on top of Nintendo. Just okay. Because I feel Nintendo okay. had a, a better overall year. Um, in terms of what they can offer. Uh, and then, you know what? Just because, um, let's just... I know you don't have a Steam Deck, but I do. Um, I think of all <laughs> companies, the best one that grew was the Steam Deck. So the Steam Deck is actually super good. Um, it plays a lot of good third-party games. Like, literally, if you're a Switch fan and you want something that is, like, handheld and all that, I think the Steam Deck is the perfect thing. Um, obviously it still has some hiccups and things. I know oh, Valve was oh. talking about already talking about like Steam Deck 2. They're not going to like touch a lot about graphics, but they are talking about like increasing battery life and maybe the screen. Um, 
So that was super good to hear about them and all that. So, um, I don't know. Do you have any opinions about the Steam Deck, by the way? I think I never asked you. Like, do you have any opinions about the Steam Deck? Well, I think it's pretty cool. I, when they announced it, I really wasn't expecting seeing, like, a, basically a portable PC. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it even has, like, a desktop mode and everything. Like, it costs, five, like, 500 but... Like, mm -hmm. it, it's literally a PC. You can just connect a mouse and keyboard and just use it like a PC, literally. So, yeah, it's like a portable PC. Yeah. Um, it, super nice. It kind of no, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think I, if I have to rate the Steam Deck, I think I'll give it like a 9. Uh, just because for what it does, you cannot really, you know kill it that much but for what it does in the price tag that it has it's actually extremely extremely good um and if you don't want to play like um triple a games on it you can just use it for emulation and for what i have seen and heard um emulation purposes it's like one of the best options that you have out there um so yeah there's obviously other cheaper oh, yeah. options for emulation but that, that's pretty much it um but yeah anyway um i think this will put an end to the conversation um i really think it was overall a decent year i think nintendo was the best one xbox was the weakest um steam deck is still mm -hmm. growing little by little and sony just needs to you know resolve a couple of issues that they have on the side and all that but overall super nice um well man um thanks for being with me on this first episode of the podcast Hopefully, I can have you more time so that way we can just keep talking about a couple more topics and all that. Um, so, just in case for everybody that is listening, you can expect this podcast at least once a week. Um, I'll try to typically do it on Saturday, so you can expect that once a week at least. Um, anyway, do you want to tell everybody where to find you? Um, if not, I can just put it on the description down below so everybody that wants to follow you can. I'll put my socials down there. I don't so really like any any socials <laughs> you can just put your twitter man <laughs> that's pretty much it so anyway that's all to it really uh thanks everybody for listening and don't forget to subscribe if you want um more content of this and you enjoy er, enjoying the content like or dislike if you don't like it like honestly who gives a fuck just do whatever you want um if you have any doubts or you want to tell that i'm wrong of any of these topics please use the comment section down below and help this algorithm i beg of you um uh, so yeah any of that uh, see you later everybody <laughs>